So reading from the King James Bible, John chapter number 8, uh, beginning at verse 41 through verse 47, it says, <clears throat> Ye do the deeds of your father. Then said they to him, We be not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Even because ye cannot hear my word. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. Which of you convinced me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? He that is of God heareth God's word. Ye therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God. 1 John chapter 4 verse 1 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they be, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Amen. The grass wither, the flower fade away, but the word of the Lord shall stand forever. For a few moments, the help of the good Lord and the aid of the Holy Spirit, I want to speak from the subject, the lies of Satan. <clears throat> the lies of Satan. Right. Amen. Amen. I need some help uh, this morning because I realize this is not one of those subjects, these topics that many people want to discuss, many people want to talk about, but it's something that we must look at, the lives of Satan. And there are two major topics that I want to talk about, and then we're really going to get into the lies of Satan. First of all, I want to talk about this claim that happens as Jesus is talking in this text in John 8. Number one, the sovereign claim. Uh, since Christ uh, was negating this claim as they were uh, trying to debate with him, uh, they came back stronger. And that's what the enemy would do. They will keep coming back at you and keep coming back at you. So they came stronger at Christ saying that God was their father. And here's the nature of the claim. My brothers and sisters, those of you that are taking notes, those of you that have the notes section, all you got to do is just follow along. It'll be right there with you or just get it tonight. It, the nature of the claim. Look at John 8:41. It says, uh, we have one father, even God. So the first thing, my brothers and sisters, in the nature of the claim is the creed 
in the claim. In the Old Testament, there are important words which the Israelites revere, which says, uh, according to Deuteronomy 6 and 4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. So that's why they begin to say this. It says, we uh, have one Father, even God. There was the creed that they were talking about. And so the enemies of Christ were professing this truth in this claim. But then we also got to see, my brothers and sisters, the criticism in the claim. The one in the text uh, especially attacks Christ claim to his deity that was trying to say that Christ wasn't who he really was so they began to attack his deity that was the nature of, of the claim but as we go on my brothers and sisters let's look at the uh, the negating of the claim Christ negated this claim at least in six ways look at it uh, as he begins to look at this text, Jesus says to them, if God were your father, you would have loved me. So the first thing I see that was a lack of love says, if God was your father, you would have loved me. Christ being God's son would have been loved by the people if God was their father. And I don't know, my brothers and sisters, <clears throat> if we really uh, had a world uh, that was filled by people that love God, then we would see a different world if God was truly their father because God is love. And second, my brothers and sisters, uh, not only uh, was there a lack of love, but there was a lack of understanding. Uh, he says to them in verse number 43, why do you not understand my speech? If you really are who you say you are, why aren't you understanding? If you were of God, then you would understand heavenly speech. How can you call yourself a Christian and you don't understand what the Bible is saying? Uh, there got to be something wrong with that. If you are your father's child, the Bible says my children, my sheep know my voice and they come running unto me. I don't know nobody in here that don't know their parents' voice. Uh, when you hear your parents' voice, no matter who you are, where you've been, you know when mama calling, you know when daddy calling because you know that voice and you can hear the voice afar off. And he says uh, there was a lack of understanding. Uh, they didn't understand the speech. Uh, but not only was there a lack of understanding, but third, my brothers and sisters, there was a lack of heritage. He says uh, there's a lack of heritage in here. He says you are of your father, the devil. I got to stop right there. This is where it gets tight up in here today, my brothers and sisters. He says, uh, you see, uh, this accusation, it stings, but it is the truth. For they did the deeds of the devil. He says, for he was a murderer and a liar. Are y'all praying with me? It says he was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there was no truth in him. And when he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own for he is a liar and the father of it. He was uh, the father of life. And no, not only do he gives them a lack of heritage, but then he also says that there was a lack of faith. 
he says uh, in verse number 45, he says, you be, because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. You don't believe me because you don't have faith. And lack of faith negated their claim of having God as their father because he says without faith it's impossible to please God. And if you got a little God in you, you'll have a little faith. He says all you need is a little faith of the seed of a mustard and, and you can move some stuff. And I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but I just need somebody that got a little faith up in here and can get over some stuff. And then as he goes on, he says the fifth thing, and I hope somebody is getting this message. Uh, he says that's the lack of acceptance. Yes, Help me preach this thing, Trish. Uh, the lack of acceptance in here. He says, uh, which of you convince me of sin? See, the enemies of Christ accuse him of evil, but they couldn't prove their accusations. And see, a lot of people will accuse you of stuff, but they can't prove their accusations. Uh, so they wouldn't accept him, but they tried to attack him. And I don't know, maybe I'm the only person up in here that's been attacked and been accused but there was no proof to prove what you done but but that's alright because they accuse Christ too and, and there's gonna always be some people that get some false witnesses and they even had a crew of people that made up lies to try to get him. But he says, which of you convinced me of sin? Lastly, my brothers and sisters, there was a lack of hearing. Say so he that is of God, hear it God's word. Ye therefore hear them not because you're not a God. My brothers and sisters, as we deal with this sovereign claim, though they claim to be who they say they were, they couldn't uh, justify that claim. If you claim to belong to God, you'll be devoted to his word. <clears throat> Many claim to be Christians, but few are devoted to the word of God. And this lack of hearing the word of God shows a lack of interest and devotion to the word. And it expressed their lack of genuineness as a Christian. Let me hurry on uh, to get to the next point. The examining of the spirits. Look at it in 1 John 4 and 1. It tells us that we are to, uh, beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they be of God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. So the first thing I see is the command for the examining. You see, evil uses many clever disguises for the real thing. Therefore, we got to examine all the spirits regarding their validity. And the first thing I see is the prohibiting before the command. Good people have a tendency to believe others simply because they look at others as they look at themselves. Let me say it again. You have a tendency simply uh, to believe others because you look at other people as you look at yourself and you can't imagine that evil is behind their intentions. So, 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 so John begins by saying we should not be gullible. There are many false prophets 
in society and we should not believe everything we see and hear from religious people. Are y'all hearing, hearing what I'm saying up in here? Uh, just because you, you are good and just because you're right and just, just because you see things a certain way, you, you ought not to be so gullible and believe everything because you think people see it the way you see it. Oh, that, that, if you don't get nothing else, but then not, not only the prohibiting, but then there's the particulars of the command he says try the spirits whether they are of God the command says examine the spirits testing them is essential to learn if they are true or false see see a, a false religious promoter will object to the examination but a true religious promoter will welcome the examination. And that's why, my brothers and sisters, it's, it's good that, that, that every now and then you got to write down the scriptures that the preacher preached from. Go back home and read them again and let me see if what he was saying or uh, what they said was true. You got to try it to make sure. Last thing, my brothers and sisters, not only is there the particulars, but then there's the prompting of the command. He says, many false prophets are going out into the world. What he's saying, my brothers and sisters, might I suggest that the woods is full of evil uh, religious promoters. Uh, there are many TV and uh, evangelicals and healers and even musicians and uh, there, there's a lot of prosperity gospel and yeah. all of this stuff, but uh, they deceive, they defile, and they destroy the faith of many because uh, when, when, when the wisdom is put to test and when things don't turn out for you like it turned out for them, yeah. then your faith is crushed. Yeah. 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 Because you believe that you were going to get the house like they got and you were going to have the career like they had but not so says the Lord what's for you is for you and what's for them is for them and everybody's not going to get the same piece of the pie on this side but over in glory God has a spot reserved for you and, and, and that's what we should be working towards so we got to make sure that we don't get so big eyed on this side that, that, that we miss the mark because somebody promised us something here that God never said was for you so he says try the spirit oh my goodness can, can I get 15 minutes with y'all and I take my seat I'm just trying to talk about the lies of Satan. You see, because Satan is more than just a negative force in the world. He is, as the scripture declares him to be, a liar and the father of all lies. He is a deceiver and the father of all deceivers. 
from the time of his fall from heaven, he, when he endeavored to elevate himself above God until he is eventually cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, he has been and will be the, a liar, a habitual, persistent, determined, com uh, compulsive, fearless, insensitive, shameless liar. Y'all ain't praying with me. He, he never tells the truth. Or at least the whole truth. He, 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 he always twisted up a little bit. He's a liar. And he was that way from the beginning. See, every promise he makes is a lie. Every description he gives is a lie. Y'all help me preach this thing. Every compliment he submits is a lie. Every solution he suggests is a lie. Y'all ain't helping me. Every accusation he states is a lie. Every philosophy he promotes is a lie. Yes, sir. And every package he delivers is a lie and nothing but a bold face is a lie. And, and when, you, when you get in the bed with Satan, you gotta watch it. It ain't nothing but a is a lie. I, can, can I walk the Bible for a few minutes? Can I feel good on this Sunday morning? Because I, I just feel that there's some Bible readers in the pews and there's some Bible readers out there in Facebook and on uh, YouTube uh, because when he told Adam and Eve that it was alright for them to partake of the forbidden fruit, guess what? Uh, he was lying. Yeah, y'all know it. When he told Lot it was alright for him to pitch his chin towards Sodom, uh, he was lying. When he told Korah that it would be alright for him to disagree and rebel against the leadership of Moses, uh, he was lying. Uh, when he told Achan that it would be alright for him to take uh, of himself of the accursed thing of the Babylonian's garment, uh, it was a lie. When he told Samson it would be alright for him to tell the liar where his strength was, yes sir, when he told Saul that it would be alright for him to uh, consult with the witch of Endor, it was a and when he told uh, David that it would be alright for him to commit adultery with Bathsheba, it was a lie. And in all probability, when he told Noah as he was building the ark, no doubt telling him that it was ridiculous for him to build such a contraption, I believe he tried to get in Noah's ear and say, no, it ain't never rained before. And that was the truth. So I knew it wasn't, it never rained before, but he was trying to tell Noah, it's not going to rain. But that was a, that was a lie. And I, I kind of come to tell somebody today that if you trust anything that Satan is saying all he's doing to you is he's just lying I got no good news today my brothers and sisters in all probability he lied to Abraham when he was in route to Mount Moriah to sacrifice his son Isaac no doubt he was telling him that it was absolutely foolish to do such an absurd thing I believe I believe that he was telling a lie to Joseph after he risen to prime minister in Egypt telling him that it was not needful for him to forgive his brothers who sold him into slavery but that was a lie I believe he was telling a lie to Moses when he was on the backside of the desert herding sheep and told him you will never be used by God again but the story goes that was 
is a lie. I believe he lied to Joshua. No doubt telling him is absolute foolish to march around a city seven times on the seventh day with trumpets and shouts when the walls are so fortified. But we know how the story ends. I believe that he lied to Gideon. Do I have a witness endeavoring to discourage him to not fight against the host of Midian when he had an army of 300 men. But we know when the Lord is on your side. Do I have a witness? Then everything will work out right. Do I have a witness in here? I believe. I said I believe that he lied to Elijah when he was in the city of Zarephath. No doubt telling him that the meal of barrel and the cruise of all would never outlast the famine. But as he poured from the top, God would push from the bottom. Do I have a witness? I know, I know. I said, I know, I know. In all probability, Satan also lied to the prophet Isaiah and the prophet Jeremiah. He lied to Mary and Joseph, to James and John, to Paul and Silas, time and time again. As a matter of fact, he doesn't leave nobody out. He lies to everybody. He lies to Mary and Dee, to Trish and Isabel, to Charlie, to Michael. He lies to all of us. Without a doubt, it was no one other than Satan that told a man who wanted to tear down his bonds and build bigger bonds to bestow all his goods and that he had many years to enjoy it but he lied to him because God said this night shall your soul be required of you do I have a witness it was Satan that lied to the prodigal son that told him if you get your money right now leave mama and daddy go to the far country have yourself a good old time dab on them folks shake what your mama gave you have a good time and you will have good time he lied and he ended up in a pig pen do I have a witness it was Satan who lied to the rich young ruler that told him he could afford to sell all that he had and distribute it to the poor and follow Christ but when Christ told him to do it he had a sorrowful heart because Satan whispered in his ear come a little closer what are you saying be careful who you let whisper in your ear it just might be the devil in his best dress suit in a nice tight dress be careful who whispers sweet nothings 
in your ears if we're able to give Satan a polygraph test. He would fail every time. If you were to ask him about his immoral lifestyle, he would lie. If you would ask him about his filthy habits, he would lie. If you ask him about his ungodly vulgarity, he would lie. If you would ask him about his indecent behavior, what y'all think he'll do? He would lie. If you would ask him about jealousy and hatred, he would lie. If you would ask him about murder, he would lie. No matter what you ask him, he would lie to you about it. Let me slow it down right quick because this is how he do it. He would tell you that right is wrong and wrong is right. That good is bad and bad is good. That pure is filthy and filthy things are pure. That needful is unnecessary and that the trivial is necessary. That shameful is in and holiness is out. That sinners are heaven bound and saints are hypocrites. I wish I had a witness that he is your friend and God is your enemy. Who am I talking to in here? I tell you Satan will tell you that the word of God is no longer trustworthy. That God's promises are no longer dependable. That the Bible standards are no longer applicable. Do I have a witness? He'll say that the blood of Christ is no longer needed. That the Holy Spirit is no longer essential. And that the church is no longer vital. He'll also tell you that God no longer loves you. I gotta sit down because I've learned over my life that when things go bad, I start to listen to the negative. I start to listen to the words that he's speaking because he starts firing darts at my heart and at my mind because Satan will tell you, you can cheat, you can lie, you can steal, and you can get away with it. Let me help somebody out there. He'll tell you, you have the right to curse and swear. You have the right to do whatever you want to. You have the right not to listen to the preacher anymore. You have the right to be who you want to be because I am on your side. That's what he'll tell you. But Satan is a compulsive liar. Let me say it again. He's a compulsive liar. And he's smooth. I said he's smooth. And he lies with ease. He does it 
to create frustration and confusion. He tries to manipulate your heart and your mind because one day he'll make you feel like you on top of the world but by the afternoon you'll feel like the world is crushing you. I wish I had some real folk up in this place that knows that Satan knows how to make it look good. He knows how to make it feel good but when you turn yourself around you feel real bad. You feel real dirty. You wish you never went down that road. Is there anybody in here that's been subject to the lies of Satan and said to yourself if I would have did it all over again there's some things in my life I wouldn't have done because I know better I'm gone now children I wish you have a good day but I'm so glad even though I've been lied to even though I've been tricked even though I've gotten dirty even though I fell down there was somebody looking out for me that says I know that fella I know he got all the tricks he's a smooth criminal do I have a witness like Michael Jackson you've been struck by a smooth criminal but thanks be to God he said I can't leave you like I found you come on my side I got good news I'ma dust you off I'ma clean you up because everything the devil told you it was a lie he says I got something for you I got something for you I'm gonna tell you the truth it won't be easy it won't be easy but it is possible you miss your shout cue he said it won't be easy but it is possible you see Satan tells you it's easy but God says it's not easy but it is possible he says you gotta pick up your cross and walk daily deny yourself he said because I've already made a way just stay on this straight and now a path and he said look me in the eye he said you will make mistakes you will fall down you will have shortcoming he said but let me put you in the all category he said let me put you in the all category and I said what is that Jesus he says all have sinned and come short of the glory but guess what I die for all whosoever believing in me should not perish but have everlasting life so you don't have to worry you can still follow me he said because I got something better for you so I want everybody to do something. I want you to put your hand in front of your face. I want you to look at that hand. And then I want you to turn it around. You see on the back side, that's what you used to be. And then when you turn it around, that's your future. You see, most of the time, you can't go forward because you keep looking at the back. But he says, I want you to look at the inside. Because what? on the inside 
God is a whole lot cleaner than what's on the outside. And God says, stop listening to the lies of Satan. Ain't he all right? I say, ain't he all right? He's all right. I say, ain't he all right? He's all right. Can you trust him? Can you trust him? Can you trust him? In the midst of a pandemic, I need you to trust him. Look where you are. Even in the midst of a pandemic, you don't know when to scream. Lost family members, lost friends, but you still here. What's so special about you? Lost people, but you still here. Went to the same places they've been to, but you still here. Y'all don't know when to shout. You still here. God is still blessing you. And if you can't thank him for anything else, you ought to thank him that you're still here. You're still breathing. You're still walking. You're still making a way out of no way. That's enough to give God some glory and say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been hard, but thank you. They talking about me, but thank you. They don't trust me, but thank you. Didn't think I would make it, but thank you. It's all right, so thank you. I might not feel as good as I should, but thank you. I made it to the church one more time, so thank you. I can call some of my folks, so thank you. One more time, say thank you. to be praised 